Please be seated. Oh, my people. Oh, my church. What have I done to you? Or in what have I offended you? Testify against me. I led you forth from the land of Egypt and delivered you by the waters of baptism. But you, you have prepared a cross for your Savior. Lord, have mercy upon us. I led you through the desert for 40 years and fed you with manna. I brought you through tribulations and pestilence and gave you my body, the bread of heaven. But you, you have prepared a cross for your Savior. Lord, have mercy upon us. What more could I have done for you that I have not done? I planted you. Planted you, my chosen and fairest vineyard. I made you the branches of my vine, but when I was thirsty, you gave me vinegar to drink and pierced with a spear the side of your Savior. And you, you have prepared a cross for your Savior. Lord, have mercy upon us. I gave you a royal scepter and bestowed the keys to the kingdom. But you have given me a crown of thorns. I raised you high with great power. But you, you have prepared a cross for your Savior. Lord, Lord have mercy upon us. My peace I gave, which the world cannot give and washed your feet as a sign of my love. Will you draw the sword to strike in my name and seek high places in my kingdom? I offered you my body and blood, but you scatter and deny and abandon me. And you, you have prepared a cross for your Savior. Lord, have mercy upon us. I sent the spirit of truth to guide you, and you close your hearts to the counselor. I pray that all may be one in the Father and me, but you continue to quarrel and divide. I call you to go and bring forth fruit, but you cast lots for my clothing. And you, you have prepared a cross for your Savior. Lord, have mercy on us. I came to you as the least of your brothers and sisters. I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison did not visit me, and you, you have prepared a cross for your Savior. Lord, have mercy upon us.
Following the Passover feast, Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, where he said to them, sit here while I pray. Then going apart with Peter, James, and John, he became distressed and greatly troubled. He said to them, I am deeply grieved even to death. Remain here and stay awake. Leaving them on watch, he continued a little farther alone. There he threw himself on the ground in anguished prayer. Father, if it is possible, let this cup be taken from me. Yet, not my will but yours be done.
Then returning to the three disciples, he found them sleeping and said to Peter, Could you not watch with me for just one hour? Watch and pray that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Jesus went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away, may your will be done. A second time Jesus returned to find the disciples sleeping, so he left them to pray a third time, saying the same thing. Once again, Jesus returned to find the disciples sleeping. Then Jesus said, Get up, we must be going. The hour is at hand for the Son of God to be delivered into the hands of sinners. Look, here comes my betrayer. While Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd, armed with swords and clubs, who had been sent by the chief priests and elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Friend, do what you are here to do. Then the men laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. Suddenly, one of those with Jesus drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. But Jesus said to him, Put away your sword, for all who take up the sword shall die by the sword. Do you not know that I can call upon my father he will respond at once with more than 12 legions of angels. Then Jesus turned to the crowd and said, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day, I sat in the temple teaching, and yet you did not arrest me. But all of this had taken place so that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then, all of his disciples deserted him and fled. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas, the high priest, in whose house the scribes and elders had gathered. Peter followed at a distance as far as the courtyard where he sat with the guards and warmed himself by the fire. Now the chief priest had gathered his whole council looking for false testimony against Jesus in order they, that they might put him to death. But they found none, though many false witnesses came forward. At last, two came forward and declared, We heard this man say, I will destroy the temple that is made with hands, 
and in three days I will build another, not made with hands. Yet even on this point, their testimony did not agree. Finally, Caiaphas stood up and questioned Jesus directly. Have you no answer to this testimony against you? But Jesus remained silent and gave no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of God? Jesus answered, You have said so. But I tell you, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, What need have we of witnesses? You have heard his blasphemy. He has condemned himself. Then some began to spit at him. They blindfolded him and struck him with their fists and taunted him, saying, Prophesy to us, Messiah, who is it that is striking you? Now Peter was warming himself in the courtyard 
When a servant girl, seeing him in the firelight, approached Peter and said, You are also with Jesus the Galilean. But Peter denied it, saying, I do not know what you are talking about. Then he went out to the gateway, where another servant girl saw him, and said to the people there, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. But again, Peter denied knowing Jesus. After a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Surely you are one of them. You are a Galilean. But Peter began to curse, and he swore an oath, I do not know this man you are talking about. At that moment, the cock crowed, and Peter remembered the words Jesus had said to him, Before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. When morning came, all the chief priests and elders of the people conferred together against Jesus in order to bring about his death. They bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor. They began to accuse Jesus, saying, We have found this man subverting our nation, forbidding us to pay taxes to Caesar and saying that he himself is the Messiah, a king. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, You say so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no basis for an accusation against this man. But his accusers were insistent and said, he stirs up the people by teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee, where he began even to this place. On hearing this, Pilate asked if Jesus was a Galilean. For in those days, Herod ruled over the affairs of Galilee. When Pilate learned that Jesus was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him off to Herod who was also in Jerusalem at that time.
When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had been wanting to see him for a long time, because Herod had heard about Jesus and was hoping to see him perform some sign. Herod questioned him at some length, but Jesus gave no answer. The chief priest and the scribe stood by, vehemently accusing him. Even Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt and mocked him. And then Herod put an elegant robe on Jesus and sent him back to Pilate. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was inciting the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence, and have found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he has sent him back to us. Indeed, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will have him flogged and release him. The whole crowd shouted, Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us! Barabbas was a well-known rebel who had been imprisoned for insurrection and murder. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again, but they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! A third time Pilate spoke. What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for a sentence of death. Therefore, I will have him flogged and then release him. But with loud shouts, the crowd insistently demanded that Jesus be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could do nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. Then the people answered, His blood be on us and on our children. So Pilate released Barabbas, but handed over Jesus to his soldiers for scourging and crucifixion. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was to be condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned, he said. I have betrayed innocent blood. They said, what is that to us? See to it yourself. 
Throwing down the pieces of silver in the temple, Judas departed. Then he went away and hanged himself. But the chief priests picked up the coins and said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, for it is blood money. So they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. For this reason, that field has been called the field of blood to this day. The soldiers led Jesus away into the courtyard of the palace and called together the whole cohort. They put a purple robe on him, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on his head. And then they began to call out to him, Hail, King of the Jews! Again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to be crucified.
As they went out, they came upon a man from Cyrene named Simon. They compelled this man to carry the cross. And when they had brought Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall, but when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his clothes among themselves by casting lots. Then they sat down there and kept watch over him. Over his head, they put the charge against him which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two bandits were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by scoffed at him, shaking their heads and saying, You who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests also, along with the scribes and elders, were mocking him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now so that we may see and believe. One of the criminals who was hanged with Jesus kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? We, indeed, have been condemned justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise.
Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son, and to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, this man is calling for Elijah at once. One of them ran and got a sponge, filled it with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink. But the others said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. Then Jesus cried again with a loud voice and breathed his last.
Suddenly, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and even the tombs of the dead were opened. When the centurion and those who were with him saw all that was taking place, they were filled with awe and exclaimed, Truly, this man was the Son of God. Sabbath was the day of preparation, and since the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies left on the cross during the Sabbath, they asked Pilate to have the legs of the crucified men broken and the bodies taken down. The soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus, and then those of the other. But when they came to Jesus and found that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. These things happened so that the scripture would be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And as another scripture says, they will look on the one whom they have pierced. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who was also a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. So Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn in the rock. He then rolled a great stone against the door of the tomb and went away.
darkness came over the earth, and the earth shook, and the light that had come into the world, the world took that light and snuffed him out. 